Good morning, my brothers and sisters. Welcome to episode number 50 in the book of Hebrews. We're actually going to go to Judges chapter 11. Turn there. We've been in the Hall of Fame of Faith in Hebrews 11.32, and we've been walking through some various heroes of the faith. Just recently, we did Samson, who gave everything to gain a beginning. He was faithful to the end, to only gain a beginning. He didn't see the end. Uh, He didn't get to the very end. He just got a beginning of the end. And today we're going to hear about a guy whose name I couldn't even pronounce, much less understand why he was in the Hall of Fame of Faith. His name is Jephthah, Jephthah, J-E-P-H-T-H-A-H. This is from Judges chapter 11. Now Jephthah, Jephthah, the Gileadite, was a mighty warrior, but he was the son of a prostitute. Gilead was the father of Jephthah. And Gilead's wife also bore him sons. And when his wife's sons grew up, they drove Jephthah out and said to him, You shall not have an inheritance in our father's house, for you are the son of another woman. Then Jephthah fled from his brothers and lived in the land of Tob, that's outside of Israel. And worthless fellows collected around Jephthah and went out to him. After time, the Ammonites made war against Israel. When the Ammonites made war against Israel, the elders of Gilead went to Jephthah to bring Jephthah from the land of Tob. And they said to Jephthah, come and be our leader that we may fight against the Amorites. So he chooses to be faithful. What we're going to see here is he chooses to come back to Israel and he chooses to be faithful to the person of God by being faithful to the family of God. I think that's the, the big message today. So even though the family of God weren't faithful to him, He chooses community. He chooses to stand with Israel, even though his parents are involved in prostitution, both the father and the mother. His brothers choose to to exile him. So in a sense, Israel doesn't stand with him. So he he was brave already. He was already externally brave in battle. But then here we find him brave in battle internally, in sort of the internal family fighting. He gets his identity right, and he aligns with the people of God. So this it all turns out well from a faith standpoint. Now, we have to mention that Jephthah does one of the most horrible things in the Bible. I think it's the only example that I can think of, where he has this daughter and and loves her, and it's all wonderful. But he makes this stupid vow to the Lord. Then he says, whoever comes out of my house, I'm going to sacrifice as a burnt offering or whatever comes out of my house. And I don't know if he was expecting you know, a goat to come out of his house when he returned to battle. But of course, it's his daughter. So she goes to the mountains for two months with her friends and mourns that she, was, she didn't, wasn't able to be married. And she wasn't... Um, uh, and her virginity, she she mourns that she comes uh, comes back, and then it's uh, and the, the crazy thing is, uh, then Jephthah did to her with her according to the vow that he has made. So he apparently sacrificed his own daughter, and this is under the reproach of Scripture. Don't think this is a good idea and use it as, as, as an example. He opened his mouth to the Lord in a, in a time when he shouldn't have, and he makes this tragic vow. Deuteronomy 18 says, There shall not be found in you anyone who burns his son or daughter as an offering. This has been discussed. Whoever, whoever does these things is an abomination to the Lord. 
So there is no such thing as child sacrifice in the Bible without censure. And don't ever say the Bible condones, quote unquote, child sacrifice, except one time, which is, of course, the father sacrificing the son, Jesus, for our sins. Mostly, the Hall of Fame of Faith in Hebrews chapter 11 is is going to talk about the uh, eulogies, which are good words about these people, not the malogies. I brought up the malogy here. So this is different than Abraham's uh, almost sacrifice of Isaac. Is Number one, a God told him to do it. Number two, it was a test. Uh, and Hebrews tells us what the test was about, which was his faith in God's ability to to in resurrection from the dead of his son Isaac. And that's the same faith that we're kind of tested with. Okay, so let's go back to Jephthah and his good thing. So he chooses to be faithful to the person of God by being faithful to the family of God, even though the family of God weren't faithful to him. He chooses community. He chooses family. He chooses to stand with Israel, even though Israel didn't stand with him. And he 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 uses his gifts, which was bravery in battle, again, uh, within the church, and he finally gets his identity right. So I think the, the teaching points for today is, number one, don't open your mouth and do say some stupid vow to the Lord that's against his will that it was made clear to begin with. But let's go to Jephthah and his good thing, which is, who is my God and who are my people? So trusting in the person of God, despite the knuckleheaded people of God, be, trusting in the person of God, despite the knuckleheaded parentage of of, of himself and the scars within his family. So not everybody is blessed with wonderful parents. I understand that. And maybe that's you. And not everybody is blessed with wonderful brothers and sisters. And maybe there's strife in your family. And maybe there's tension. And maybe it's regarding in, in, uh, money like it is with them and an inheritance. Maybe that's you. So Jephthah plays the non-victim here. He makes a choice. And his choice is, I'm going to get my identity right of which people I belong to. I belong to the Lord, first of all, and I belong to the people people of God. So this is a, a, an example of a man, I think, Jephthah, who gets at least this part of his life right, which is who do you belong to? Now, he, in, in our modern day, we I think we're in the most disconnected church membership uh, fellowship time ever. Here's what I have to say for you if you're not connected. You are needed. You're desired by the people of God. Why? To manifest God's gift that he has for you that they're not going to see any other way. And that's where you go to see God's, the person of God, manifesting himself fully in the people of God. So Jephthah, I think, finally gets this right, which is, who are my people? What people do I identify with? Thanks for listening.